1: If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to yourcatholicradiostation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer.
3: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
4: We're back, Real Presence Live. I'm your host, Father Craig Hochalter. First day of August 2019. The summer months are passing by, uh, but we're happy to have a, a show, first day in August. It's a good way to start the month with our presence live, and I'm happy to be your host. Uh, Father Hochalter here, Dean of Students, Trinity Junior High and High School, coming to you live from a hospital lobby, CHI, St. Alexis Health uh, here in Dickinson, North Dakota, I'm seeing patients, I'm seeing physicians, I'm seeing nurses and nurses' aides walking by. It's a very busy place, uh, and there's this fireplace on, and, and I'm not sure why it's on. It's August 1st, but there's a fireplace on. I'm trying to get a hold on it, and uh, we're eager to bring uh, uh, the next guest onto our show. Um, Paul Steffes, um of Stephis Corporation is going to share with us a few ways that he brings um, his faith into his business. Of course, whatever we're doing, friends, you know, whether uh, we're involved in commerce, whether we're involved in banking, uh, whether, um, we're, we're involved in healthcare that, you know, we have, um, we have the principles we need. We have, uh, the teachings we need, um, that that we are bringing, uh, we're integrating our own faith life uh, with the life of our Lord and bringing it into the workplace. And there is no better man than to do that with us today than than Paul Stephis. Uh, good morning, Paul. Hi. How are you today? Guys? I'm doing well. Good to be here. I appreciate the chucker right off the bat. It's been a good show so far. We're halfway through. You're opening up our our second hour here, Paul. Uh, you, you come to us from Steffes Corporation. Paul Steffes resides here in uh, Dickinson, North Dakota. Uh, of course, um, he uh, is a leader, if you will, and the governor of uh, Steffes Corporation, and he has some wise insights to share with us uh, regarding uh, work and bringing faith into the work. Um, so first off, Paul, give us um, just a little bit of, of um, description of what Steffes Corporation does for our listeners, what your efforts entail uh, of of being involved at Steffis.
5: Well, you know, uh, you know, if I tell the story, I, I, I kind of have to go back almost a century, and then my, my, okay. my 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 biological father, uh, George Steffis, was this uh, gadget invention father of mine. You know, my biological father and my gadget invention father. I've had other kind of consultants, or, you know, I call them fathers. Uh, a, a good patron of Trinity High School, uh, you know, Bob Stronick, I mm. call him my financial father. And uh, I, I have another father I consider my uh, uh, my my team-building, you know, uh, management kind of father. So, But but Steph is, uh, has been in reinvention since uh, the early 1900s. And, uh, you know, things like, you know, starting cabinets in the 40s. Before that, it was upholstery and other kind of businesses. And then it went to church furniture in 1957. My father, you know, made uh, church pews. That's and, fitting. And uh, uh, I, I did that, uh, you know, I was a 10-year-old kid, and I'd carve uh, the crosses at the end of, uh, mm. you know, of you know, pews, you uh-huh. know, that, that type of thing. But uh, literally hundreds and hundreds of churches in the five-state area have stuff as pews in it but my father learned how to work with steel because he had to make the machinery for making the church pews and uh you know that's how we started making uh steel products in 1973 i graduated from mechanical engineering and from ndsu when we came back we had a lathe and a welder and we went through our five plus years of financial starvation and you know, not food starvation to kind of start this business and uh, you know it took us uh, you know 15 years to get to 15 employees Another thirty years to get to five hundred and fifty employees. You know, so wow. we we've been able to grow and and it's it's all been based upon being able to get talented people willing to work hard. Uh we certainly try and give them uh yeah, an experience at Stephis that is fun, but you can't always do that. You know, workers still work. You got it. But we at least at a minimum try and give employees a mission you know you know what 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 problem of the world are they trying to solve and we trying to give you know, you know you know get them to you know be engaged and motivated by trying to solve this particular world problem with the problems that we uh, with the products that we're making you know that mm-hmm. that type of thing so so we have three divisions you know one that makes um, electric thermal storage products and we've been doing that for 32 years where we can store vast amounts of electric energy in the form of heat in homes and we heat 100,000 homes, you know, around the U.S. and Canada. And this becomes a very important thing as we green our environment and that when the wind blows and the sun shines, you need to store some of that energy because you can't use it all in real time mm. exactly when it's being generated. So, so it, uh, it's taking on a kind of a, a new life and a new importance to have that cost-effective energy storage. And then we, uh, you know, take advantage of being right here in the oil field. that We make a, a lot of oil field products and then we do a lot of custom manufacturing for other manufacturers, you know so that's what we do. and um, we have a philosophy of reinventing ourselves five years and so i'm sixty seven and uh, I have two missions in life, you know one to pull off successful succession. you know I, I plan to work as long as I'm able, <laughs> but uh, there will be a point where I won't be there mm-hmm. and uh, you know my other mission is to you know secure or to embed. A perpetual reinvention system in the business so whatever industry is hot whatever society needs whatever government regulations are mandating we're able to be nimble and change and uh, you know be pertinent in the, in the current world
4: thank you paul talk about innovation and, and creativity uh, paul steffes here listeners of steffes corporation uh, resides here in dickinson uh, Were of, of course one of his, uh, one of his businesses and, and factories, and a lot of his own mines uh, all work, and and he said some play but more work uh, to get the job done. Uh, Paul is a man of faith. How is it that for our listeners, you know, in short, how is it that you bring, especially with the inventive efforts you have, you bring faith into the workplace at Steffis or yeah. into your own life uh, of being such a leader of commerce? Yeah, so. It is interesting, you know, as we grow,
5: one important core principles, we just added a six core principle in the last year. Hmm. And this principle was humility, you know, it, and at 500 employees, uh, you know, you, you have to have... A good amount of humility and be willing to listen to others ideas and to you know if, if if everyone is out there saying well my idea is that we're going down this path you have uh, a lot of disorder <laughs> but uh, it is interesting the importance of uh, you know certainly you can be strong and be persistent with you know you know in promoting your idea but you have to uh, you have to you know, be this solid listener and kind of this humble kind of team player if you're going to fit into the culture at stephas it is, it is an interesting uh, kind of phenomenon that, uh, you know, in the early days, you just kind of have to do, you know, God, how am I going to get this order done? How am I going to make payroll at the end of the month? You don't really realize, you know, to build a sustainable organization that humility plays this important part.
4: Paul where did that come from can you give us a little bit I think that's fascinating that as a a company of your size that a core principle is humility what's the source did you get it from kind of your admin team did you get it from your own kind of personal life just seeing the culture at I think it's fascinating and very fitting for the show sure Um,
5: all I can tell you is that you know certainly with this whole successful succession you know process we involve a number of you know, psychologists, and different types of lawyers, and advisors, and this is something that percolated. And um, uh, uh, you know, I would be the one that would have pushed it past the finish line. You know, you know, and take it to the board to to get that uh, that type of thing, um, you know, uh, you know, approved. But but it, and it, it, but but in the, I've always been in the creative world, and. Uh, you know, as a, as a team, as an individual, can be creative, and you don't necessarily need that much humility. But to, to be a t- you know, to be in a team of creative people, humility is an important part. You can still have strong personalities and still get your ideas across. But it's very important.
4: What challenges do you have, Paul? In that uh, you must, I mean, it, it, find the success you have, and and being the leader and innovator, you, you are. I don't say were, yeah. but are what challenges do you see in making sure that principle is alive and well at Stephas and in your own life? Not just humility, but any other, you know, yeah. faith principles you live by. Sure. What are some hurdles you, you, yeah. you have to get over?
5: Well, you know, the test in my mind is that, you know, people, you know, the level of humility that we require is that uh, you have to be able to say, uh, I was wrong. You know, if you can't say that, you're not humble enough to be part of the team. Or, you you know, you have to be able to say, I need help. You know, that that's another kind of test. Uh, are you humble enough? And the other one is, uh, I fail often. And if you're willing to admit those three things and <laughs> it's not too painful for you to do it, uh, you have the right level of humility to be, a you know, part of a team that, uh, you know, can advance, is, is, is how we kind of define the level needed. And so... Uh, uh yeah i'm not saying every one of our you know team members are <laughs> at that level but if you're going to be a key leader you know that that has to be you know part of you know your core you know it, you know, it has to be you know part of your your person to to be a key leader at I th- I and, think that, and, and and we we have a strong need you know um you know we we have opportunity to grow further but uh you know we certainly are actively looking for you know all the le- employees at all levels and, uh, you know, but but it is, you know, you can't grow faster than you have top management to properly direct them. So we have, you know, this quest for, you know, all trades, you know, welding electricians and others, uh, you know, laborers, uh, but certainly, uh, you know, C-level people as well to, to help grow our organization.
4: I think that's fascinating. Uh, the uh, 6 core principle, you know, principle he added business-wide. Uh, initiative-wide is, is humility. Uh, listeners, we are speaking Real Presence Live this morning with Paul Steffes of Steffes Corporation. He's uh, giving us some ideas, his perspective, his counsel on how to bring faith into the workplace and in, and in his shoes. Uh, uh, an innovative place, uh, a very successful place of Steffes Corporation. Uh, Steffes is all over the world. Is that accurate?
5: Well, I want to say primarily U.S. and Canada, but North America. Ha- but having said that, we 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 are making our sec- second shipment of our electric thermal storage products to Poland today. The order came in <laughs> ten minutes before this call. You know, yeah, so it was uh, it was fun. But one of the
4: most Catholic countries in the world—that's
5: yeah. impressive. Yes, yes, and uh, you know, so so we we do make product a lot of product uh you know a lot of attachments uh for you know uh, for you know pomcat actually and um but we ship those attachments you know all over the u.s and canada and all over the world you know that that is something that gets into asia and europe uh you know mentioning poland and the catholic country, mm-hmm. you know, it, i just happened to be in uh, germany in uh, in may and uh, i've never met my third cousin but uh, i had heard that uh, my you know, I, I knew where my great grandfather was born and uh, and I I go to my third cousin, still lives in the house that my great grandfather was born in in 1823. Wow. Anyway, uh, uh, I I got to this house and it's a beautiful house. It just you know, it's still the same house, but it was just old and it looks like a new house. But he had a Catholic blessing on his door. It was a, a delight to see in Hintweiler uh, Germany, you know, it, in fact, in the old day, it was called Catholic Hintweiler, but, uh, now it's just, you know, Hintweiler, Hintweiler. They, but a lot of towns were called Catholic such and such, and then Protestant such and such, you know, there, you know, that, that type of thing. But, um, uh, he was so jealous that, uh, you know, my grandchildren were able to go to daily mass in Dickinson, North Dakota. He couldn't believe it <laughs> because, uh, in Germany, they have eight parishes and one priest. You know, so it, you know they don't Different even have world. they don't even have mass every Sunday. You know, they they you know so so he was uh, really jealous. It was just a, a delight for me to hear that there is faith in Germany. You know, they, you know sometimes you have a a sense that uh, it's gone all over Europe, mm-hmm. but uh, it it is alive. It
4: is alive. What a delightful experience to think of that and to be grateful for the Eucharist we have that your grandchildren, uh Paul here in here in Dickinson to have the opportunity to go to Mass daily. Yeah. Uh, they, they have Trinity Catholic schools they attend and, and Paul's made his home here in Dickinson. Uh, but we appreciate the perspective. Paul, anything else you want to offer us this morning?
5: Well, well, I, I, I know, you know, on the little questionnaire that you are asking about, you know, faith and um, all I wanted to say was uh, I, I was born in Dickinson. I went to Catholic school here and I have chosen to be a catholic and i i feel a society that doesn't have a strong belief in something goes into chaos and for for harmony in my life my children's life my grandchildren's life i I value, you know, giving them, you know, the, you know, the, you know, at least my faith and, uh, hopefully it rubs off on them as well.
4: I think it has. Paul, appreciate it. Thanks for your time this okay, morning. Thank I know, you. I know there's a lot going on in your life. Appreciate your time this morning. Paul Stephas of Steffis Corporation, uh, sharing with us his perspectives and his insights on how to bring faith into the workplace. Uh, Paul, we appreciate your time. We look forward to having you back up next. Get ready to hit the road with a 10 minute tour. Of the lives of our listeners. Later here in the show, we'll hear how investing in good things uh, and that uh, God gives us to be a wise, uh, can be wise stewards of uh, the gifts he gives to us. All this and more, you're listening to Real Presence Live with Father Craig Hochulter. I'm your host, St. Alexia's Health here in Dickinson, North Dakota, and that warm fireplace here in the lobby. We'll be right back.
3: This is Real Presence
4: Live, where the focus is not on the
3: evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
1: Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging.
0: like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Sea Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls.
6: People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com.
3: This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is King, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice.
4: Good morning, Father Craig to here, your host, St. Alexis Health. Coming to you live from that space here in Dickinson, North Dakota. I have a lovely summer. A uh, part of me wishes I could do this more often. Uh, hosting on the radio is is kind of a unique gift um, that's been given to me, in my priesthood, and I'm happy to partner with Real Presence Radio Network, uh, especially during this segment. It's exciting. We're on a little bit of a tour here. We got a, we got like uh, ten or twelve places to stop, um, and we got a lot going on. Uh, here, there, and everywhere. The first thing is a Catholic Charismatic Renewal Retreat in Rochester, Minnesota. Catholic Charismatic Renewal Retreat at St. Pius the Tenth Catholic Church, uh, St. Pius the Tenth Catholic Church in Rochester. That re- renewal retreat has a title: "Living in Unity with the Holy Spirit." That is the first weekend in September. Second, I guess, if you if you count the first there, on September sixth, seventh, and eighth. Catholic Charismatic Renewal Retreat. Uh, the retreat director will be directed by Father Eduardo Gomez Rivera. Father Eduardo Gomez Rivera will lead us in a Catholic Charismatic Retreat in Rochester, Minnesota. That's at St. Pius X Catholic Church. The first full weekend in September. The registration fee is $40. Uh, it's free for any religious and clergy that are listening or that are interested in attending the retreat. Uh, September 6th, 7th, and 8th It's free for you. Uh, all lady, $40 registration fee. And that $40 gets you dinner, uh, lunch, dinner on Saturday. Uh, that'd be the 7th. And then lunch on Sunday. Uh, a great benefit, child care will be provided at no extra cost. And this uh, Catholic Charismatic Catholic Charismatic Renewal retreat is sponsored by the Lumen Christi Prayer Group. Uh, more information is on our website, and I'm sure you can go to St. Pius X Catholic Church website as well. Uh, that's in Rochester, Minnesota. The first full weekend, September 6th, 7th, and 8th, Rochester, Minnesota. Catholic Charismatic Charismatic Renewal Retreat. Down the road, uh, although we're going north in the great state of minnesota in duluth uh st lawrence parish cluster picnic that's sunday august 11th that's coming up just a couple of sundays away uh the people of st lawrence parish would love to see you at their cluster picnic at wheeler athletic complex in duluth minnesota oh and duluth is a beautiful city uh, right there on the lake uh For all those uh, faithful of St. Lawrence and anybody nearby or any faithful of Real Presence Radio, heck, you could be from Western North Dakota or South Dakota, you're invited. Sunday, August 11th, Sunday, August 11th, the St. Lawrence Parish Cluster Picnic. uh, That's in Duluth, Minnesota. The people there would love to see you. Sunday, August 11th at the Wheeler Athletic Complex in Duluth. Uh, That picnic will start outside with Mass, 10 a.m., followed by, of course, the picnic lunch, games of beanbags, softball, a beer garden. (laughs) What would we have without beer gardens in the Catholic Church? (laughs) And live music from the Ali Alea Band and Reggie Ducote. That is the St. Lawrence Parish Cluster Picnic, August 11th. That's a Sunday. They are excited to be able to host this event, and they look forward to seeing anybody Uh, not only from St. Lawrence parents, but those nearby. Moving down the road, now we're going west to Rapid City St. Therese Church. KFC Breakfast at St. Therese Church in Rapid City, South Dakota. On the second Sunday of each month, the St. Therese uh, folks, the Knights of Columbus there at St. Therese Church in Rapid City, South Dakota, invites you to a wonderful pancake breakfast while helping support the children of the area. The Knights of Columbus Council... Uh, 80 s- serves up to their famous pancakes from 8.30 a.m. till 10.30 a.m. This is a beautiful opportunity to gather with your friends in the community. St. Therese Church Pancake Breakfast, Sunday, son- second Sunday of every month. That's in Rapid City. Moving north and right here in Dickinson, the Badlands Right to Life Rummage sale is going on. Uh, right now right now it started yesterday july 31st that goes through august 2nd that's till tomorrow yesterday today and tomorrow july 31st august 1st august 2nd from 8 a.m to 6 p.m the bad right to life rummage sale good morning sharon you're coming to us from dickinson how are you i am very good how are you you are rummaging you got a lot going on in the bed it's this huge rummage sale in dickinson is it not
7: Yes, it is absolutely huge. Talk
4: to us about um, it. Where is it? What are the times? And what, what can we expect?
7: Okay. The Rummage Sale is located at Darvin Hall. It is directly across from St. Patrick's Church. And the location is 310 2nd Street West. Um, we started yesterday, like you said, and we go through Saturday. Um, today uh, today is Thursday. And Friday, our hours are 8 to 6, and Saturday from 8 till noon. And um, we wouldn't be able to have this uh, uh, huge, amazing mermaid sale without the the generous donations of so many community members. We have received amazing, amazing donations from our community and support um, for our Right to Life cause. So it's it's just truly heartwarming to, to see that happen. And um, a lot of our proceeds go out to support life, of course. And so we do that in a variety of ways. Um, we, what we do is we, um, we donate to the Students for Life so that they can go to the March for Life in D.C. Um, and thank Giovanni's home and Rachel's vineyard. We've made donations. So our goal is to support life um, you know, in, within our organization and others.
4: We appreciate that, Sharon. It sounds like you get got a lot going on. Uh, To support Bands of Life Rummage Sale, that's here in Dickinson, uh, 8 to 6 p.m. Thanks, Sharon. Good luck with all your endeavors. Thank you so much. much. Bye now. Virginia, Minnesota is the next. We're going back east to Virginia, Minnesota. KFC, the Knights of Columbus Men's Backyard Barbecue. I love backyard barbecues, uh, and I love barbecue food. Uh, The Knights of Columbus in Virginia, Minnesota. Uh, Wednesday, August fourteenth. That's coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, Wednesday, August fourteenth. The Knights of Columbus uh, men in Virginia, Minnesota, are hosting a barbecue in a backyard somewhere. Right? Join us for Holy Mass at Holy Spirit Church. That's where Mass at Holy Spirit Church in Virginia at five fifteen, uh, and then weather permitting, of course, uh, come on over for some great food, fun, and fellowship. That's Saint, uh, excuse me, Holy Spirit Church in Virginia, Minnesota. Uh, backyard Barbecue, sponsored and hosted by the Knights of Columbus. Uh, mass begins at 5.15 on Wednesday evening, and then moving to food, fun, and fellowship. Uh, bring a dish to share, uh, and also bring some friends. For more information, call or text Paul of Holy Spirit, Knights of Columbus. Paul, call or text him 218-464-8385. Walker, Minnesota, Our Lady of the Lakes Magnificat Dinner. Our Lady of the Lakes Magnificat Dinner uh, in Walker, Minnesota. uh, Invites you to a dinner on Friday, August 16th. This is Our Lady of the Lakes Magnificat in Walker, Minnesota. Friday, August 16th at 6 p.m. They're hosting a dinner and a breakfast on Saturday, August 17th at 9 a.m. And St. Agnes Parish in Walkner. So that's Friday, August 16th. Saturday, August 17th. The dinner is at 6. Breakfast is at 9. Uh, Father Greg Paffel will share his testimony on Friday night and will speak about the Divine Mercy on Saturday. Both men and women are invited to hear Father Greg. Uh, the dinner costs $20. That's the August 16th dinner, and the breakfast is $15. Lori Henning for any questions. 218 507 0953 to reserve your place. Wow. That was a lot. 10-minute tour. Was that 10 minutes already? Wow, I love that. Features on Real Presence Live, that 10-minute tour, everything from North Dakota to Minnesota to South Dakota. There's a lot going on in the Catholic Church. I love being Catholic. There's so much going on. There's not a dull moment in our lives of wanting to become a saint, wanting to become great, and wanting to participate in all sorts of things, especially that beer garden. I got to figure out where that was. I didn't take notes. And the backyard barbecue. There's nothing better in, in, in the summer month of August than those two things. Um, please feel free, uh, friends and listeners, if you want your to your stop to be on the tour, call eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Call Brandon; that's the man you're looking for. eight seven 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 nine five zero one two And we'd be very happy to feature it here on the tour. Coming up next. A real presence live. How do we leave a legacy for our loved ones? We know we're moving on from this life and hopefully to our eternal reward in God's kingdom. How do we leave that legacy for our loved ones? We will uh, be privileged to be accompanied by Mike Kiedrowski here at St. Alexia's Health Lobby here in Dickinson. Mike Kiedrowski will come to us live in the lobby. He'll help us build a plan, give us his insights, and share his thoughts and counsel. And later... Uh, little God moments make a big difference in our lives, right? Just those little things, like St. Jerez of the Sioux, those little things, those little God moments make us saints, um, but they can make a big difference. Jerry Klein of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will share with us how the little moments become big events in our lives of faith and give us a little glimpse to the, the big idea of paradise in heaven. This is Father Craig Holcult, I'm your host. Stay with us. More Real Presence Live. Welcome back, listeners, to Real Presence Live. I'm your host, Father Craig Hochalter, coming to you live from CHS St. Alexia's Health in Dickinson, North Dakota. I am just a few short miles from my house here in Dickinson. It's a lovely drive over uh, and to be here in the home hospital. Uh, I'm now going to welcome to the show uh, for—we're getting near the end, uh, unfortunately, but I'm pleased to have a man I've known for most of my life, if not all of my life, Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Mike Kierowski, the Real Presence— at Radio Advancement Director. Welcome and good morning, Mike.
8: Well, thank you, uh, Father. Good morning to you and thank you for hosting the show. It's been a
4: great show. You're doing a great job. Thank you for your time and talent. You're welcome. I'm privileged, Mike. Mike was arguing with me before the show started if my shoes are better looking than his are Uh, and maybe we can get like a picture on Facebook and maybe have a vote. I don't know. Uh, He has sharp shoes, but so do I this morning and listeners, you can't see that. That's the benefit of of, uh, hosting on the radio. I could be in my pajamas. Uh, I'm not. I'm in Mike (laughs) Clarke's Mike is also looking sharp this morning. Uh, Thank you. He is going to bring to us um, kind of a scaffolding of what Father Shea gave to us Mm -hmm. this morning at the the beginning Mm -hmm. of the show of leaving a legacy. Mike, in your thoughts, in your direction and counsel, uh, speak to us a little bit about that.
8: Yes, uh, Father, thank you. Um, You know, uh, Father Robert Shea talked about uh, uh, really uh, the underlying uh, lesson there was we need to take the time to plan. We need to take the time to uh, uh, what he referred to as the uh, power of the health care directives, uh, naming a power of attorney, those sorts of things. And uh, that's what I uh, continue to do with uh, our listeners and our patrons and our friends of Real Presence Radio is I encourage them to plan and and specifically uh uh recently we adopted our plan giving program and we encourage folks to uh go on our website rprlegacy.org and there you can download or we will send you a will's planning guideline and that will give uh, the listener some guidance as to what needs to be done for your uh, estate plan. and uh, an, a new term that's come to surface in uh, estate planning and, and wills planning is what we call family letter. And that letter is in addition to all the estate planning documents and that gives. Uh, folks an opportunity to uh, extend their final words of wisdom uh, blessing for their family and they have to remember that members are are grieving at uh, this time and and uh, family members will take great comfort in those final words of wisdom and it's an opportunity that allows you to share your heart and show your appreciation and gratitude to family members and so Uh, We encourage folks to think about that, to think about a family letter that is attached to your uh, will, uh, to your estate planning documents. And so uh, I would encourage folks to go to our website, rprlegacy.org, and uh, download the uh, will's planning guideline. And it's uh, very, very... uh, uh, noticeable it 's right in the middle of the of the website and uh, so that 's what we do and uh, you know people are oftentimes afraid mm. they 're afraid to think about uh the the future period they 're afraid to think about uh, you know sometime we 're going to leave this life and go home mm. to god mm. and so we uh we encourage people to uh visit with their spouses. Start with there. Start with your spouse, then include your children as to your estate plan. And uh, talking about this family letter, uh, oftentimes when we're uh, when people mention estate planning, they're they're thinking about transfer of assets, and we like to think of it more as a transfer of values. Uh, we encourage people to uh, continue to. Uh, a plan to include their charities in their wills and thereby uh, Sending a message to their children that this charity this mission the church is important to us And that's why we have left something in our will for the church To to make a statement that values our transfer of values what values we hold dear to our heart uh will transfer on to the next generation.
4: Mike, I think that's an important distinction to make. Mike just made the distinction, rather than transferring assets, uh, that is happening of course, but uh, transferring of values. Uh, here in this segment, we call it the heart of your legacy. Um, and and we want, of course, we want hearts where uh, we are giving a legacy to our loved ones, especially to our children and grandchildren and those that come after us and the faith. And, and I think it's very important, Mike, as you said, um, while there are assets that are being transferred, uh, you you call upon this idea of a family letter. There's numerous estate documents, right? This is a whole box. This is a whole file of of, of our whole folder of files, Mike. Uh, you want to call it a family letter. What are like one or two real practical ways that that people can do this to get the values across? and not be so burdened by by the assets. Do you have any words of wisdom that you want to give to our listeners in terms of making sure that values are being transferred, not just the assets?
8: Well, I think it's done two ways. One is in a written statement, uh, like I refer to the family letter. And the second thing is uh, to include those those ministries that are uh, close to Mm. your heart. Include those in your will. Now, we have language in that Will's Planning Guide that you can uh, get through our website. We have language in there that you can either leave a percentage of your uh, uh, assets or a a, a, a figure a dollar figure uh, to uh, uh, your charity Uh, that's up to you Uh, and so the the big thing here is that uh, we do plan because you mentioned there's other documents that are included in your estate plan and one of those that Father Robert Shea mentioned is uh, health care Directives, uh, for example, Kathy and I, my wife Kathy and I, have healthcare directives directives that are on file here at uh, Saint Joe, Saint uh, Alexis Hospital. They're on file, Understand. so if something okay. ha- something that happens to us. I'm also the uh, power of attorney, power of attorney, and also the power of the uh, healthcare directive for uh, some relatives. So uh, that. Uh, is it necessary folks Uh m- me going through this process of helping relatives with their health care directives those things are very necessary because at some point they may not be able to your relatives elderly relatives may not be able to decide on their by themselves what uh health deci- decisions have to be made so they uh, uh, obviously have to uh, entrust someone that is dear to them and who they trust to make those decisions for them.
4: Mike, we got about a minute left of this segment. And I appreciate all of your your insights. You mentioned that it's very difficult for people because they have to think about death. They have mm-hmm. to think about life after death. Uh, give us some words of comfort. You know, we know why it's important, but Give us some tips on okay. Get out the door, make this happen. We know it's uncomfortable, but get us through that discomfort to our well, listeners.
8: The, the discomfort uh, uh, is 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 going to be there, but it, it's overcome by love, Father. It's mm. overcome by love. It, you you do the this planning. You go through this process, and it's uh, it's not as hard as people may think it is. And this wills planning guide will help them get started. We can't offer financial or legal advice uh, uh, from real presence radio but we can get them started so i think the comfort is is that they have love for their children they have a love for their church and they should include that in their final plans
4: thank you mike all right father M- good mike, job thank you M- mike kudrowski of the Brill president's radio advancement director we're coming up next with jerry klein he shares the goodness of the small god moments in our lives and what we can do with them i'm your host father craig Hochalter. i'll be right back
6: Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith in Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithinbusinessconference.com.
3: This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice.
4: God gives us opportunities, friends. We know that God gives us opportunities to witness to him and for him little ways, uh, much more than those big ways. Uh, only mary received the annunciation and some would say joseph did in his own way but we know that we're kind of the humble the little servants of christ and that alone will will move us to heaven and i love that about the faith that god in his own way day to day hour to hour makes himself known to us Uh, he doesn't need a production or a show or a concert he just needs us that's a wonderful thing jerry klein of the diocese who falls is here to speak to us a little bit about that how uh, these little God moments and and how much they can be, how powerful they can be for us to witness to Christ. Jerry, good morning.
9: Good morning, Father. Good to be with you.
4: How are you doing?
9: Uh, doing well. It's a beautiful day in Sioux Falls.
4: Good. I'm glad to hear that. It's kind of a balmy day here in Dickinson, but nonetheless, it's a beautiful day with our Lord. Um, so, so talk to us. Um, can you share a little bit, Jerry, about? Uh, what those are, when, when, when I say God moments, you know, what does that mean for our listeners? Give us a little education in terms of what those God moments are.
9: Well, I, uh, I work in communications for the, the Diocese of Sioux Falls, uh, among some other things that I do. Uh, and I wanted to uh, do something in our publication about, you know, the tra- we had a transition from one uh, editor to another. And I watched that process unfold as the, uh, the the former editor worked with the new editor. And I I wanted to capture that somehow. And so I I wrote a little piece for a vicious bulletin because what I saw was, you know, a great patience and a great kindness, uh, being shown to the new person and the new person in turn, you know, receiving and, uh, learning and yet knowing, you know, ultimately they were going to make, you know, make the job their own. And there's something about that moment that, that kind of sparked me, and, and it's like, you know, this is, this is who we are called to be uh, for each other, right? It, it's, it's, it is the Lord intruding in our lives, but in such a subtle way that unless we are open to it, unless we are you know, have our eyes open to it, we, we might miss those moments. And uh, so that, that's kind of where this came from and why, you know, I guess why I'm visiting with you this morning about that. I don't think it's anything unusual. I think it's something we can all do. Uh, Just be aware. Just have our eyes open to these moments.
4: Jerry, I think it's huge, though. I mean, I'm I'm so on board with this. Um, I think it's so significant for our people. I think especially nowadays in the current culture, but all over, you know, if you read the lives of the saints of, of, of the little ones, or those, the big heavy hitters, like your St. Augustine's, they were also attentive to the way the Lord was working in their day-to-day life, the ordinariness of being holy, right? The ordinariness of faith. Yeah. And for whatever reason, we listen to this voice of, you know, extraordinary and grand and, and glory. And, and I don't know if it's, you know, if it's a cultural influence or what, but I, I, Time and time again, when I do get you know the, the window of, of preaching from the pulpit, I, I'm, in, I'm in school administration. But when I do get that opportunity, I always want to assure the lay faithful that God is working. You just have to be looking for Him. So, J- Jerry, share with us. You know, what are some ways that our eyes can be open? That you know, the Monday mornings, the Wednesday afternoons, the little ways. What are some ways that we can do to prepare ourselves to see God in those moments?
9: Well, I think, I think it starts, um, as so much does with our faith, is is really spending a little time in prayer. Um, and it doesn't have to be a lot. Um, you know, whatever your prayer routine is, and if you don't have one, I'd suggest getting one. Uh, because it's. Uh, I think it's in, it's rooted in our prayer that this really uh, comes from, at least it is for me. Uh, I, it, it happens not unfrequently for me when I am, you know, going through my litany of, of people I'm praying for, or, you know, situations or things that I'm... You know, begging the Lord for help. For uh, I'll get a little nudge, and I'll I'll feel it. And I don't know really how to describe it, other than that it's a it's a nudge uh, to maybe reach out to a person or to you know send a word of encouragement somehow, or to ask a question, or or whatever that is. And I take those very seriously. Uh, When I when I feel those nudges, I feel that's a prompting from you know from the Lord to to. To inter not intervene in a sense but but to really uh, let yourself be known to this other person that you know you're thinking about them that you're you know you're caring for them and to me uh, you know we have this big word evangelization that we are all scared of but that's what that is that's that's I think that's part of, of who we are called to be as, as Christians and Catholics is to is to be that evangelizer.
4: I couldn't agree more and and we are you know we are evangelizers when we're being evangelized too you know and that source has to begin and end with our lord and we know that um and so give us jerry you know um, the personal prayer is huge. Um, and and what do our listeners do? So, and, and share with me as well, you know, give us some insights, give us some counsel, uh, when we're missing those, you know, when maybe prayer is dry, so we don't want to pray as much. And then, you know, for our, our very busy fathers and mothers, um, and, and those that are maybe more advanced in life that were missing it, you know, that man, I'm going to church every Sunday and it feels like I'm praying every day, but I'm just missing him. I'm not seeing him. I don't know where he's at. You know, it just seems kind of dry. Uh, what are some practical advice, uh, tips you could give to to those hearts?
9: Well, Father, I'm, I'm no spiritual director. Uh, <laughs> I've, just, uh, I've just been around a while, I guess, and, and uh, you know, lived, lived life as, uh, as best I can as a Catholic. I, I just think it's uh, you mentioned some of the heavy-hitter saints. I think about some of the dry days that, that they had. I think particularly about Mother Teresa, who uh, if people don't know the story of of how, uh, in a sense, her spiritual life was dry for so long, and yet she persisted and and trusted. And, and I think it's in that, uh, wherever we're at in our prayer life, wherever we're at in our relationship with Jesus Christ, it, it, if we're in a dry period or, or a... Or a period of wonderment, I think it's the persistence and the trust in the Lord uh, that that really that helps us to to stay in there and, and, and to be trusting. That that's it. It's it's really and I and I you know I struggle with this as much as anyone. Still is is you know Jesus, I trust in you. It's a, it's a very frequent prayer for me
4: and such an important prayer. You know, I mean, it's been of course baptized in a lot of ways. Through, through you know the devotion um, to the divine mercy by Pope Saint John Paul II. But uh, Jesus, I trust in you. You know that that short sentence uh, can do wonders for our faith life. Uh, Thank you. People for uh, tuning into Real Presence Live. We thank the faithful listeners. Um, I'm Father Craig Hochalter. I come to you live from St. Alexis Health uh, Medical Center here in Dickinson. I'm with uh, Jerry Klein here, uh, the Diocese of Sioux Falls. He, uh, Jerry, you said you're the director of or you're the head of communications for the Diocese. Is that correct?
9: Yeah, I kind of have a, uh, a multi uh, tiered hat, if you will. I work with uh, yeah all of our communications, but I also work with all of our a social ministry and uh, our social outreach ministries in the diocese. And that is, uh, you know, that's another way, I think, for all of us, if uh, if we're looking for some opportunities to maybe uh, help our spiritual life, is to uh, do some volunteering, do, get involved in some ministry. Uh, there is nothing like uh, helping another person, you know. It's, it's as you said before, uh, oftentimes we maybe we think we're helping another person most often we're helping ourselves in a certain sense because we are going to get back more than we're giving but that's another way I think to, uh, to get in touch more with, with our with our opportunities as Christians to be evangelizers
4: well and, and talk about a position you have you know I don't want to overdo it I'm always I'm real sensitive I, I, I try to be real sensitive and mindful uh, to have a real mindfulness when it comes to the use of social media in the church's efforts. Uh, certainly, working you know as an administrator at a Catholic school, we we have a, a high octane and, and revved up uh, social media uh, campaign, and, and we want to be you know top notch when it comes to our efforts of marketing our school and our, and our mission for for current and, and potential students at, at Trinity Catholic Schools here in Dickinson, Jerry you know, I'm looking at my phone, and and I have, so I have Instagram, and i there's there's I don't know, I have three or four uh, threads, or even what you call them, but three or four, you know, sources of uh, I'll get like a saint quote every day, you know, or I'll get you know um, some quote from from a pope, uh, whether it's Pope Francis or, or one from from years gone by. And things like that, it it amazes me because we're connected to our phones. I am too. It amazes me how that can be a catalyst for a God moment. You know what I mean? That social media and what you do, you know? Um, I mean, far from a newspaper, but something on my phone pops up. And in today's world, that can either lead me away from God, unfortunately, or it can be a real catalyst for those small God moments of just reading that, oh, what an inspiring, you know, what an inspiring line, or or, I'm going to read his book and, and I, and I hope that our parents and grandparents and all listeners see the value in that of social media.
9: Yeah, I, I'm with you father. And, and the beauty of it is in a, in a sense, you, we can control a lot of that. So we can choose who we're following, uh, and who we're not following. Uh, there, there's some wonderful inspirational and frankly, informative sources that we can follow, say on Twitter or Facebook or wherever. And if there are things that, you know, uh, and again, it's probably paying attention to how we feel when we're experiencing this. Uh, the Lord might be nudging us to, you know, to stop following something because it's really not all that good for us, or it takes us in a direction that, you know, isn't ultimately helpful to us. Well, if that's the case, then, you know, stop following that person because it can lead you in a place you don't want to go. It's, it's, there's so much power and so much wonder in the technology we have today, and it can do so much good. But it can also lead us to places that we that we really shouldn't be.
4: In sh- thank you for that, Jerry. In short order, we got about thirty seconds left here of this segment before we conclude. Uh, a lasting piece of counsel for our listeners and in, in being aware and being sensitive and, and to see and to feel these little God moments.
9: Well, I, I would just say this. You know, again, none of us really feel like we are equipped to be evangelizers. We don't feel like we know enough. We don't feel like we. Uh, are have a deep enough or a strong enough faith to do that, but really we do, and it, it's in the often very subtle and and quiet and small moments that we can have the most profound impact on another person in their journey of faith. And uh, I just encourage us to try to be as open to that as we can be.
4: Thank you for that, Jerry. Uh, Jerry Klein, Ices the Falls, the director of communications, and other efforts he has. Uh, Jerry, you have a good day. Appreciate your time this morning. Thank, thanks so
9: much, buddy. Appreciate it.
4: God bless you. Real Presence Live, I'm your host, Father Hochalter. Uh What's coming up on the next show? You Aaron? Got it. You got it, Father. Well, we are coming to you live from Mentor, Minnesota, from the Walk for Vocations. Steve Splonskowski and Brandon Clark are going to be your hosts. Father Matthew Wearing is going to be talking about the beauty of his vocational call Then we'll have Father Brian Quiava for Prayerfully Yours and Straight Talk. We'll also hear from the pilgrims on the walk for vocations and them sharing their journey. We'll also hear from Dan and Maureen Gardner on what it's like to have a son as a priest. Wow, that's great. And Max Vetch on his vocational discernment from a seminarian perspective. All this here on Real Presence Live. Father? Loaded show And all these are It's been great Coming to you live uh, From the lobby The atrium here It's a bit of an atrium Uh, High ceilings Very high ceilings It's beautifully done This hospital is not more than Two or three years old I gotta get my fact Checked there Uh, the lobby of St. Alexis Health, CHI, St. Alexis Health, here in Dickinson, North Dakota. It's a great privilege for me. Uh, Listeners, I love to be with you, especially when uh, my radio show, this radio show is just a few minutes from my home. It was an easy drive uh, west to the hospital from uh, 3rd Street East in Dickinson. Uh, And I appreciate your attentiveness. Uh, Why don't we close in prayer? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle, be our defense against the wickedness and the snares of the devil. May God we and humbly, humbly pray, and do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, thrust into hell, Satan, and all evil those spirits, who are all about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Whatever grace it was, whatever blessing it was, listeners, we hope uh, that from Father Shea, uh, giving us his insights on... Uh, Catholic ethics in the medical field uh, to weaving in uh, one's humility and, and the principles of Catholic faith into business from Paul Steffes. Um Maybe it was a question asked on Straight Talk. Uh, or maybe um, the wisdom of Mike Kiedrowski in building a legacy and making sure that your loved ones are are in a good spot in terms of their values when you uh, move on to your eternal reward. We hope that somewhere along the line, uh, as Jerry Klein gave to us, uh, God spoke to you in a little way uh, through World Presence Radio Live. I'm your host, Father Hochalter, Uh, coming from Dickinson. It's been good. We'll see you next time on Real Presence Radio. God bless you.
3: This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.